Hello and welcome to Passport Flicks, the podcast on the move. I'm your host, Isabella Hassel. I'm joined by Maddie Story and Mads. When we last left our listeners, we were in Milliat, about to board a ferry that was coming very quickly. And very promptly. <laughs> very promptly. Uh, from Milliat to Havar. So let's kick things off back in Havar. Yeah, so we arrived and we walked to our accommodation. Um, warning, there is a lot of stairs. There was a lot of stairs. Actually, I think it was a bit of an argument for the backpack, uh, all those yeah. stairs. We should uh, be clear, I have got a backpack for my travels. Maddie has a suitcase. Yeah, so last time I came over, I did the backpack, um, and this time I decided to try the suitcase. And so far, it had been going well, but we, I did struggle up those stairs. I actually think I got a photo of you as evidence of... Um, I haven't seen this photo, but... <laughs> <laughs> evidence uh for for team backpack because Mm. there have been times when I've been watching you wheel around your luggage with ease while I'm struggling and sweating away with my backpack on uh there's definitely pros and cons of backpack versus suitcase I'm not sure how we've started this podcast with 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 this but But here we are anyway let's talk about Havar Havar is known as a bit of a party island in Croatia Uh, and that's certainly what we did on the first night we had a lot of fun so we arrived um a little bit later and we got to our accommodation and we just kind of wandered around for a bit the town's really cute during the day like really nice lots of tourists and then, but we didn't arrive there till about nine o'clock at night. Yeah. So we hit the town pretty much straight away. By I guess it actually worked out really well because we sort of just settled in, had a bit of dinner, and went out for a drink or two. We put on makeup for the first time in like a week. Yeah, it felt like a really long time. My <laughs> face has been very bare, which is really nice. It has been so nice. <laughs> um, but Hava was a lot of fun. We got to see a few different bars. I think the beauty of it is that there's just. It's all pretty much on one street, so you can get yeah. around pretty easily. We went to a few different places. Uh, Seven, I think we went to, quite British. We saw some really interesting things there. Uh, yeah, um, I think we've got a fair few videos that we might have to <laughs> pop up on the Instagram. Um, a very good-looking bartender, Breathing Fire. That was probably my highlight. He was breathing fire way too close to our faces, though. I'm pretty sure I watched a girl, like, pat her top out. She was concerned that she she's caught really on concerned. fire. I think I said to you, why didn't I wear my waterproof mascara? Because I felt like all of the smoke was getting <laughs> in my eyes and making me cry. Nonetheless, it was, it was cool. really entertaining. It drew, completely drew a crowd in. I know the next night we saw him doing the same thing almost out on the street to try to draw a crowd a little yeah. bit earlier in the night. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. There was also, I, th- I think what was probably my favourite entertainment of the night was a saxophone player. Oh, yeah, that was great. So this guy basically just pulled out a saxophone in the middle of the club and just started absolutely jamming to every song that came on and it was hilarious and he was so talented. He was so good, like <laughs> really good. And I think one of your friends messaged you. Yeah, so one of my friends responded uh, just to an Instagram story asking if he was Eurovision sax guy from 2010. And upon doing a bit of research and going through those videos, I'm fairly certain it might have been him or someone that looked remarkably similar to him. He was very good. He was very, very good. And he had the same hairdo and the same sort of vibe. I don't saxophone vibe. Maybe they all have the same... (laughs) All we'll sex have the, the same, same vibe. Have the same vibe. I've got no idea. 
regardless, it was a really fun night at in Havar. We, I know, Maddie, you've done a sail Croatia before. We yeah. obviously are not doing one at the moment, but we sort of got a bit of a taste for that life as well. Yeah, because there was a fair few of the sail Croatia boats docked that night. So, like, every club and bar was full, which was fun. Full of travellers from all different parts of the world. I yeah. know we met a bunch of guys that were on a Bucks party uh, from the UK yeah. at one point. I am going to chuck in a brag here. I was teaching someone Albanian. Yeah. Because he said he was going to Albania for another Bucks party. I know. So that was pretty fun. Imagine just like ducking off to another country for your Bucks party. That is so <laughs> cool. And we've seen it happen. We've met a lot of people that have done that sort of thing, either a hens party or a stag do, as they call them, uh, in the UK. And they just go away for the weekend to Croatia, Croatia. which is really, really cool. Uh it was so much fun. Uh, we allowed ourselves to have a little bit of a sleep in the next day as well. Yeah, we did. And then um, we got up quite late and just walked around town, which was really nice. You headed up to the Spanish fortress. Yeah. I don't know why I always do this to myself. <laughs> it was like the middle of the day. It was like it was 30 degrees and it was a hike. It, it was, was a an, fair hike up there. It was an absolute hike. It was the second time I let you go off on my own, <laughs> on my own. to do a castle and or fortress tour. <laughs> the view was awesome. Um, you can see the whole of Havar from up there, which is really beautiful. But it was a walk. Don't do it in the middle of the day like I did because it was just too hot. There is a spot though, and I did have a laugh because I got to like halfway and there was people sitting down and a lady selling beer. And so there was a group of guys that had obviously got tired <laughs> and just sat down and had a beer and I powered on past. My question is how many of those guys end up making it to the Spanish fortress or do they stop after their beer and go back down? They entered as I was leaving. Okay, so it took them a good while to yeah. do that. Um, Maddie, while you were doing the Spanish Fortress, I was wandering the streets of Havar looking for a place that was going to show the women's football game between Australia and Italy. I did not find one, unfortunately. Apparently it's not a super popular thing in Croatia to watch Australian women's football. Uh, That was disappointing. I went and found myself (laughs) some ice cream and sat using someone's Wi-Fi. We've become really good at hacking into people's Wi-Fi. (laughs) Hacking into Wi-Fi. To watch a very disappointing result yeah, you for Australia were not happy. in the last couple of minutes. We, we are currently in Zagreb and mm. we go to the game in a few days. Uh, we'll get to that later because <laughs> that'll be on next show uh, when we eventually get to Montpellier. But back to that day, it was a really great day for you. A little bit sad for me, but we ended up making a little bit better by heading over to Hula Hula Bar. Yeah, so um, the beauty of Havar is that... Along the water, unfortunately, it's all rocks, but they've got all these cute little bars that you can go to, and Hula Hula is probably one of the more popular ones with people our age. Very popular. I think, as you said, a lot of people do, again, go from the Sail Croatia, head around to Hula Hula Bar. Yeah. And we didn't actually stay there. We went around the corner a little bit. I think it was called Splash Bar, yeah. where we ended up laying out our towels on the beach, yeah. on the yeah. pebbles. Budget tour, <laughs> definitely budget tour. Uh, I think it was, it was quite a few. It was quite expensive. Yeah, I think. it was about a hundred kuna a day, uh, to to have a, a seat for I the see. day. So we decided not to do that. Had our towels out instead. The water was really beautiful. Had a lovely swim over there. Yeah, and it was really great. We headed then to dinner. 
We had a great pizza. It reminded me of like the San Danielle that you get at San Tony for those that live in Melbourne. That's a very specific name. Yeah, I know, but it was really good. I know that San Danielle from San Tony is your pizza of choice. So yeah. I'm glad that that's what it reminded you of. It's your favorite pizza back home in Melbourne. <laughs> we have actually been eating a lot of pizza over here in Croatia. And the good thing is I don't even feel guilty about it because we're racking up like over 20,000 steps a day. Yeah, I think we spoke about our step count in a previous podcast. We're obsessed. We, we really are obsessed. And by the end of the day, if we haven't done enough, enough steps, we feel like we have to make sure that we walk home rather than getting the bus or something like that so that we do. We've been cracking the 20,000 most days. Yeah. And um, it's actually fun. It is. It's like a little competition. Well, I've got to say, neither of us actually have Fitbits. I think maybe one of us should in- invest in one before our next travel. <laughs> We're just using our phones. <laughs> the health app on our phones. Uh, I've actually created a bit of a travel uh, folder on my yeah, phone same. full of my travel apps. And it's really building as we go along. I've recently added Flixbus and Rome to Rio is a big one. Maddie, I know you love your XE currency one. We've, we spoke about that. That was one of your recommendations previously. Um, Ooh, get your guide. I added that recently. Get that was guide. a good one. Maddie's just pulled up her phone looking at them. Wallet, the, I, the Apple wallet is a really good one as well. Oh, because you can get all your boarding passes on here and everything. And I've also got my, um, my travel cover on here too. I just saw that's very good we haven't spoken anything about sort of the logistics of what we had to plan before we went on our travels but that's all a little bit boring isn't it yeah we've spoken about it with each other like where we've stored it in case it's needed yes that is probably a pretty good recommendation to talk to your travel buddy about where to find their travel documentation their insurance and cover that sort of thing if they need it touch wood we won't need it we've still got about a week to go we are in Zagreb at the moment we go to France tomorrow morning but Maddie let's go back to the end of Havar we had that beautiful dinner that reminded you of back home yeah. funnily <laughs> enough uh, I had to get up quite early for our ferry over to Split yeah. uh, we were making our way to Scraden so then we got a Flix bus from Split to Scraden which was a really easy experience so, from Flixbus. I'm such a big fan already. It was just our first one that we've been on, but I'm a really big fan of Flixbus. It could be the fact that we've had really bad buses. We did speak about our overnight bus travel from our last in the last podcast. If you haven't listened to that one, uh, there was a few issues there. But yeah. Flixbus, it was only about an hour and 20 to get from Split to Scraden, uh, which was really easy. I think I slept for about an hour and 10 of that. Yeah, you did. I don't um, sleep. Maddie doesn't sleep. On buses. buses. Unfortunately. That's something that I would definitely have over you <laughs> yes. when it comes to travel. So by the end, I'm looking like I've got massive bags and Isabella's feeling fresh. But um, I'm feeling pretty fresh. But we did get to Scraden and luckily enough for us, our accommodation was seriously in front of the bus stop, <laughs> which came in handy the next day. We'll get to that in a little bit. We did have a great day uh, at the Croker National Park first. I think you said it was one of your favourite days that we've had. Yes, we're about three, three and a half weeks into our travels now, and I've got to say, it was just yesterday, um, was one of my favourite days. We went to Croker National Park. Yeah. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Uh, yeah. You've probably seen... The famous picture of these waterfalls, uh, it's a very popular thing for tourists to do when they do go to Croatia, and I can absolutely see why. I was a little bit worried that it was going to sort of be built. I was going to have expectations that were too high, but these waterfalls were seriously stunning. And we chose these ones because there's two. There's Plitvis as well. I think I said that wrong, but... um, but we chose these ones because you can swim there. 
Yes, so the Plitvisser Lakes. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Um, is another really big one that people love, and we have been asked by a few different people if we were going to get to that one after Kirka. Unfortunately, we haven't really had time to do everything that we wanted to do, but we did choose Kirka because he can swim. It was a little bit difficult to swim, and it was very cold. But I've got to say, again, reef shoes. Reef shoes. People had reef shoes. We, I mean, we made it work. We did. Uh, but the current is really strong from the waterfall. Yeah, like I wouldn't go out deep if you can't. You're not a strong swimmer. Yeah, and we saw people that were clearly not strong swimmers who were going out and were getting themselves into a little bit of trouble. No, no injuries or anything yeah. like that that we saw. But there was a lot of people trying to get that Instagram picture. Yeah, that's for sure. We, I stuck to the one from the bridge. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great flick, actually. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you took the photo. You're asking for a little bit of credit. Yeah, I know. Um, Mads, my actual favourite thing of that was doing the big walk around. The walk around, I think it's about two kilometres. Yeah. And it is stunning. You walk uphill for a while, up some stairs, but then once you sort of get around the top of the waterfall, it's just boardwalks it's a, it's, in the shade. It's a boardwalk through the waterfalls all the way down to the bottom. It is seriously stunning, and it's even though there's lots of people, it still feels really peaceful. And we um, went into this little museum. No one else was in there, but it was what was it called again? I think it was a water story. Oh yeah, and that's it, right. And it went through basically why water is so important to humanity, which sounds really obvious, but it was really it's so good. It was really nice, and we were also the only ones in this little room, so we didn't have to battle any of the crowds, which was good because at Kirka National Park you seriously do have to battle a lot of crowds everywhere. And I didn't have my reading glasses, so I didn't have to look from afar. I could just go up nice and close. Yeah, that is true. Maddie gets up close and personal with everything <laughs> that we need to read on our travels, which can be a little bit annoying for, for other tourists. So that was good that we had the place to ourselves. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then we got to walk down. We saw lots of fish on our way down, which I really loved. Frogs. Lots of frogs. And it was just probably seriously just one of my favorite highlights of the trip because it feels as though you're walking in the waterfall. Yeah. And I think also we loved the um, water refill station. We did. So you can fill up your water bottles there for free, which is quite a novelty, I think, when we've been in Greece and Albania and Croatia where we feel like we couldn't really drink the water yeah. from the tap. So it was really nice to be able to fill up our drink bottles for free, which was really fantastic. That's great. We had a little swim and then we had some ice cream as we end most days. Most days ice cream. We um, then headed back. So the way that the National Park works is that you get, you get your ticket from – sort of the entry point and then you go and get on a, bu- a boat mm. uh, to get from, I guess, the main region of Scraton across to the... It's port. like a 20-minute boat ride. And it's really stunning as well. You, yeah. you get to see all the greenery and that sort of thing. So that was really good. We got the boat back. Uh, we went to a beautiful place for dinner where I had oh. one of my favourite meals of the trip. She has not stopped going on about this meal of her trip. So tell me, what was the your favourite meal of the trip, Isabella? <laughs> I think maybe... I've got to be careful of the recency effect, I think, because this was yeah. just yesterday that I had this. Uh, it was a truffle and prosciutto pasta. It was seriously delicious. And I think it's probably one of my favourites. However, it was at the end of a really wonderful day. So I think maybe in general, I just thought it was one of the best <laughs> days of the trip. And the pasta just topped it off. Topped it off. <laughs> um, got to be honest, though, Maddie, today, 
hasn't been as good as yesterday. Today has been one of those mornings where you just, things just haven't gone to plan. So again, early wake up. And by early, I mean like 4.45 in the morning. We had a 5.40 bus. We booked it through Glob Tours. Um, and I got there down there at 5.15, nice and early. And we waited and waited <laughs> and waited and the bus never came. No, so the bus never came. Uh, I think when we talk about Glob Tours, it's the opposite of a recommendation for this mm. one. Uh, yeah, so our bus never arrived. And... We sort of laughed for a little bit because there was other people waiting and we thought, you know, it's always a good sign if there's other people waiting yeah. for a bus that hasn't shown up because they were locals and there must be a bus. But they started hitchhiking their way out of that situation. So then we were by ourselves. It was about 6.30 in the morning at this point. So there was no one that we could ask. Nothing was open. Nothing was open. We ended up waiting. I ended up speaking to uh, a young school kid. Because the school kids are the ones that speak the best English. He said to me, just wait by that little house. <laughs> he was referring to the tourist information. He said, it'll be open soon. You can talk to them. It didn't actually open there. It pointed us to a different place, which then pointed us to a different place. So we walked all around Scrodden. Bright side. Scrodden's quite beautiful. Yeah, we hadn't seen enough of it the day before. No, we'd really just got there and then gone to the national park and then sort of had dinner and gone back to bed yeah. so it was oh, we're always looking for bright sides when things go wrong and we always think about things that we're grateful for and make a list <laughs> when things aren't going our way so we were grateful that we did walk around Scrodden and see a little bit more however we eventually found the tourist information they said they were going to open at eight o'clock we found out that there was a bus that we needed to get a ticket for for nine fifteen that was going to be going from Scrodden to Zagreb uh just for your information, it is a four-hour bus trip and it was the only one that was going to go for the rest of the day. So we couldn't miss this one because our flight tomorrow morning leaves very early. We needed to get to Zagreb today. We, I ended up having to call the lady. She said, oh, yeah, I'll be in at about 9 o'clock, even though the opening hours say 8 o'clock. Uh, and I asked her if she could make sure that we would get on this bus. So she just called the bus driver and she said to me, oh, I think there should be one or two seats available, which was a little bit stressful because there are two of us. We really needed that. <laughs> we two, needed two seats. Two seats available. Uh, there was, I mean, we, we really p- tried to plan for all of the scenarios. Situations. That might scenarios. Happen. We had thoughts to go back to Split if we needed to because there's lots of options from Split to Zagreb, but very few from Scrodden to Zagreb. We ended up just waiting for that bus, which was also about 20 minutes late, which was a little bit stressful. But when we did get there, a whole lot of people got off the bus. We got on and it ended up being one of the best rides we've had, bus rides we've had. We've discovered that our favorite seat is the one like, it's row 10. I know that. Row 10 on most buses. On most buses. And it's the one like where the doors open. I'm not sure if we should be giving this one away in case listeners end up on the same bus as us at one point and take that road because Don't it, is our, book our seats. <laughs> it is our favorite spot, but it is really good. Maddie, you like to have a little bit of space. Yeah. Which I'm is not, sometimes not possible on a bus. Yeah. I'm not great on buses, but with this one, we yeah. were okay. We had so much space. The bus was pretty much empty and it went really smoothly. So it ended up being really good. We got to Zagreb around 
three o'clock today so we got to go into the city and have a little explore which was really fun we've realized that we really love Zagreb yeah it was the main street there's no cars just trams um and great shopping if that's something that you like to do on a holiday yeah I feel like I wish that we had more time here I'm really upset that we only booked the one night but we only have one night so yes because tomorrow we jump on a number of flights to get across yeah. to France. Uh, and now this is something that we've planned our whole trip around. Yes. So backstory, uh, about six months ago, I bought tickets to the, I just randomly spur of the moment, bought tickets to Australia versus Brazil in the women's FIFA world cup. Uh, the game is in two days. And this was before I even said I was coming on a holiday with her. <laughs> yeah. So I bought tickets, didn't, didn't have anything planned. Didn't even know I was really going to Europe. That sort of, <laughs> started this whole idea uh and then I said I told Manny that I had a spare ticket and that's basically <laughs> that's that's, that's where we're at now I'm not a massive soccer fan but I'm I am really excited yeah so tomorrow we have a huge day of traveling yeah there's no direct flight from Zagreb to Marseille which is where we're getting to so we have to fly to Amsterdam we've got a long way over there yeah and we get across to Marseille and then a bus to Montpellier which is where the game is so yeah. we've got a big day tomorrow but is let's just come back to Zagreb for a moment. I know you're really excited. I am really excited. But let's talk about highlights of the day today because they are pretty simple ones, but ones very, that make a difference. Very uh, simple and quite homely highlights, I think. We, uh, I've been stressing a little bit because we have to get these football tickets printed out and I did not know where we were going to find a printer, uh, but we arrived and I asked the lady, do you have a printer? And she said, yep, absolutely. So we printed out the tickets, even though it was really difficult in the end to do so. And there was also there is also a washing machine. Uh, mm. So our washing is being done as we speak, which is really exciting. We did have some issues. Yeah, though. we used the um, powder that's used to wash the washing machine to wash <laughs> our clothes, but... <laughs> They, I'm sure they're going to be fine. Well, and then, like, it was, visit, it'll be okay. and then it was beeping, but it was because I hadn't closed like a particular thing because it was a top loader and I'm used to like a front loader. But yeah, we've sorted it now and I feel positive. <laughs> <laughs> we feel very positive, Maddie. I actually think I can hear the beeping of that washing machine now, so we might wrap this one Your up. Your hearing's good, <laughs> yes, it is actually very good. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, seriously, let's um, let's wrap this one up. We want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners. I know that this one in particular, Maddie's been a bit sniffly. She's unfortunately got a bit of a cold at the moment, which is not good. Because <laughs> we're sharing a bed as well. We are sharing a bed, so I'm a little bit concerned. But you've been chucking the vitamin C, so we'll be okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Like, subscribe, and give us a really nice rating. And next time we will see you from the south of France. Yes, we will. We'll be hopefully in Marseille by then. We will speak to you then. Bye.